Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of the Me and Mariah podcast. I'm Taylor, and I've been a lamb for literally 90% of my life. I did the math. And I'm joined by my co-host, Blake. I think I've been a lamb for maybe 1% of my life at this point. Oh, wow. A one percenter. Oh, God. Now, we love taking requests for topics on this podcast, so if there's ever something that you would like us to add to our list of topics to cover, you can leave us a voicemail at 857-626-4552, or you can send us a DM on Instagram at me and Mariah Podcast. Yeah, some of the most fun ideas come from you, as in you listening. Right. I thought you were talking to me for Not a second. Yet. Well, you too, but oh, okay. you listening also. I can't remember where it was that someone requested we do another television moment, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what a better moment to cover than Mariah's homecoming special. Ooh, this one was fun. It first aired on December 14th, 1999 on Fox. Before Fox was Fox. It was not Fox News. Oh. They're separate entities. Oh, the Fox. Um, the Fun Network. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Mariah said it was filmed at her junior high school, Oldfield Middle School. So that must have been where all the concert footage was shot because all of the other stuff, her in detention, her at the lunch tables that she used to sit at, and also the staff that they interview is all from her high school, Harborfield High in Greenland, New York. I was trying to figure out that connection too. Mm -hmm. She even gave the school paper an exclusive interview. But what's funny to me is that not a single person was writing down anything she was saying after they asked the question. (laughs) What was not your greatest accomplishment, but what have you worked the hardest for? I've worked the hardest artist for my freedom it's also funny to think that in hollywood standards mariah is the perfect age to play any of those high schoolers in a role whoa her being like almost 30 that is so true (laughs) that's how it works yeah and there's a part at the end where she goes to a separate auditorium that's full of people who are watching a live feed of the concert that she's giving from another school the people that i guess didn't fit into the auditorium maybe Whatever the specifics of that location, it's a festive moment of lamb whatever. But I don't, maybe that's the other school. Maybe half of them had to sit at the high school and watch her from the middle school. I did figure that out. So I think, okay, so they were filming at the middle school, but not in the gym. It was in the theater. So there was an overflow room still at the middle school. And some of them looked a little older. So I think they might have like been a little bit more lenient with who else could come in there. The high school. But it wasn't just high schoolers though. There was younger people too. Oh, okay. So it was just overflow. Okay. Same school. good for the school you know we have a popular pretty girl you know mariah carey who went to school here you know it's kind of good we just heard that she's coming home to give a concert everybody's talking about this is the talk can't wait for her everybody's all excited the whole town's talking about it you know you got the administrators there and students and faculty she didn't listen to what anybody else said you know and she just said i'm gonna be famous no matter what you say about me i thought that that was pretty strong of her like because a lot of people told her you know you're not gonna be famous never and she just kept saying yeah i am a lot of like our friends have brothers and sisters who are in her grade they said she was just like any other chick She's going to grow up and be a star, so she didn't care if she got bad grades. You know, she got kicked out of chorus. Well, actually, the chorus teacher told us that uh, he threw out a chorus once because she never showed up. There's going to be a superstar inside of our school. Well, the special starts off with the kids who attend the school talking about all the buzz around Mariah's return. They're clearly very excited, and they seem thrilled at the fact that she wasn't a good student. She even mentions it on stage with the brat towards the beginning of the concert, as if to say, it doesn't matter if you fail, just don't stop going because it's illegal. I didn't get good grades, <laughs> but, but I made it. But you made it And too. I stayed in school, right. and I got that diploma because education exactly. is very important. Stay in school. Yeah, stay in school. As long as 
as you graduate, does it matter if you had good grades or not? Yeah, just do it. Stay in school, kids. And she goes on to later brag about not arriving to school until lunchtime every day. Mm -hmm. My anxiety could never. I get here around fifth period usually. That really wasn't my fault because I was singing. Oh, that was me. Yeah, you were always late. Mm -hmm. I was always at least 15 minutes early. Yeah. Well, that's better. We had one friend that would be like an hour and a half early, but that's because her dad worked and dropped her off so fucking early. Remember that? Oh. <laughs> she would get there before the sun rose sometimes. That sucks. That's too early. <laughs> now in the gym, Mariah's stage is set up with the bleachers on either side. I see Trailer Renz, Marianne, Randy Jackson. She's got the whole crew with her and there's a giant rainbow made out of hundreds of different balloons that arch over the stage, all a plethora of colors. It's like one of those balloon displays that people sell on Instagram or TikTok for like 600 bucks and then get red for overcharging yes i know exactly what you're talking about mm -hmm. there was a lot of drama on that during the pandemic there was so much like how am i gonna it does pay actually take a lot of effort though i get it i get it but maybe not like 700 dollars of effort Well, the concert begins with Mariah's most current single at the time, Heartbreaker, and it starts with the DJ Clue remix and Debrat comes out to do her verse. She manages to say, tiggle biddies for your mouth to a room full of teenagers. Oh I got my a... God, yeah. And you know, I got a kick out of hearing those two girls. We'll call them Stacy and Amanda because that's what they look like to me. But they're talking about how relatable of a song Heartbreaker is because yes. at 15, you know, those girls have been played so many times. Oh yeah, they know exactly what she's talking about. They're like, it's real life. It's happened before. What do you mean, like, the girl took away the guy? Yeah, like, it's, like, real life. It's, like, if someone, you're heartbroken, your boyfriend is seeing another girl. It happens. You're what do you know, freshman. sweetie? Keep watching My So-Called Life in 7th Heaven. <laughs> But back to the concert, there's a paper banner in the center of the stage with the Mariah Carey cartoon on it. And when the beat drops, the school mascot, a bear, I think, breaks through the banner with Mariah behind him. You know she wasn't about to break through the paper herself. Come on now, she might hurt her dainty little hands. I'll mess up her hair. That too. Yeah. She's wearing a Letterman jacket in the school's colors, green and white. And she's got on a matching cheerleader top with a giant M on the front and some athletic shorts. It was cute. The dancers are in MC cheer outfits too, but they have the skirts, the full ensemble, like they're on the sidelines of a football field. The guys are in green jerseys with MC on the back. Mariah's dressed like she's late for practice. You know, she's not at the game because she was letting her boyfriend copy her geography homework while she's sucked on his neck. Still wearing the jacket. <laughs> Mariah is giving us the most choreography she can give in a live performance. Did you see the way she dropped down to one knee and then came back up and then dropped down to the other knee? Watch out, Paul Abdul. Yeah, she's got the moves. The remix switches into the original version of the song and Jay-Z comes out in his signature version of the Canadian tuxedo, which wouldn't be complete without a pair of Tims. That's what you call denim on denim, right? Canadian tuxedo? Yes, that's correct. Well, could you imagine being in high school and all of a sudden Mariah and Jay-Z are doing a concert in the very room that you ditch class to smoke weed behind? I was thinking about that from their perspective. Like, first of all, it's really cool that they agreed to do something like this right. with Mariah. Mm -hmm. Not just Jay-Z, but DeBrat too. Mm -hmm. But, like, from the perspective of the audience members, like, this is a highlight of their life. Yes. 
that'd be something to tell your grandkids about mm-hmm. when the dementia starts to kick in. Oh no. Like, oh yeah, sure, Nana, Mariah Carey came to your school. <laughs> it and, was so cool. And then just like the charm bracelet tour, Mariah goes into Dream Lover after Heartbreaker. She takes off her jacket and comes down off the stage for this one, just running her skinny ass back and forth through the front row. She's touching people left and right, pointing the mic at people who don't even know the words. <laughs> the feeling of chaos that this part gives me same level as whenever she bolts across the stage for the make it happen climax it's like what are you doing i now know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. and this future douchebag keeps jumping in the shot with her and she kind of puts her arm around him before grabbing a random girl and running to the other side of the crowd with her and then she just leaves the poor girl over there and runs back without her that was so awkward poor thing (laughs) i mean the first leg of the trip out of her seat must have been amazing for that girl like she was on top of the world with mariah linked to her arm but then that walk of shame like back to her seat so awkwardly and slowly like, <laughs> mariah couldn't yeah, she couldn't even <laughs> drop her back off at her chair when she was done with her nope. she just left she her in butterfly in- dust <laughs> she's living in the moment i guess after dream lover it cuts to mariah outside hanging with the superintendent who happened to be the principal when mariah attended school there yeah, there were whispers and rumors and uh, when i made the announcement that it was a reality uh, the place became a buzz with excitement. People asking me, can I do special favors to get him into the concert? And I said, absolutely not. Thank you very much. Nice to see you here. Now, when I went to this school, I yeah. was on the honor roll. Which role? I, Which role? I... <laughs> it was Mariah Carey's high school principal when she graduated from Harbor Fields. I think there were personality clashes between a, a very willful young lady and some staff members who saw things a little bit differently. Why am I not on the wall of scholars? <laughs> It's very nice that they're even letting me back here. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) She's wearing an oversized black trench coat and holding her $1,200 Louis Vuitton bag over her shoulder. And she's got those small black Mariah sunnies on. What? Oh, the kind she's always rocking during this era. They're definitely making a comeback with the Gen Zers. They already did. Where have you been? I know. Well, excuse me. They're moving their way out again. Are they really? Yeah. It's been happening. I don't know. I don't pay attention. (laughs) Her former guidance counselor makes an appearance as well, and he gives me the vibe that he was probably hoping for none of her dreams to work out. (laughs) I don't know if that's for real, but you can tell that he didn't think she would be a big star like she is. Well, because it was a whole big issue with my friends, parents, and everybody, and they were, Uh and I'm not an advocate of people not going to college, obviously, but because I had already been singing since I was so little and recording and doing all that stuff, I knew there was no doubt in my mind but a lot of my friends parents were like this kid is crazy a and her mother must be crazy to be encouraging this because it's not the standard procedure it wasn't the standard route in the school but uh, today it makes so much sense and it made sense even then your courage in in following that route because it was hard to be different and i said well mariah follow your dream and i want to really encourage you but if it doesn't work out you know you can always come back and kind of talk to me about it and as i look back now that was really the kind and the right thing to say but i certainly don't think she's going to need to come back and talk to me about career plan yeah he was definitely like rethinking his whole like attitude probably for the last few decades like well damn 
Yeah. I should have, shouldn't have been such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but back to the principal for a second. He made a reference to an incident in gym class. And I'm pretty sure she brings it up later with somebody else. But they never go into details about what happened. So, of course, that's all I can think about. How do I find out about what happened that day in gym at Harborfields High in Greenlaw, 1987? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know we'll I, never know. Yeah, I guess. You know, I had an incident in gym class in middle school. The teacher had set up some obstacle course on the basketball court. And our instructions were to not touch any of it until he got back from his office. Mm-hmm. So we're all just standing around kikiing and of course one of the Thule morons decides to start fucking with the stuff that the teacher set up so when he finally came back to class and noticed that all his shit was different he wanted us to snitch on who did it they always did that to us well no one would say anything so he just picked me it was a christian school so i'm guessing his choice was based on homophobia as i realize now that most of my mistreatment from those fucked up people was definitely rooted in god's hatred of faggotry so anyway he blames me and says that I have to run laps around the court for the entirety of the class. Oh, no. And me being me, I said no. Just no. Because it wasn't me, and everybody there knew that. There were even some kids, the girls, obviously, who were like, but he didn't do it. Oh, they stood up for you. Well, one girl ended up being the snitch and told who really was fucking with shit when he was trying to make me run. And (laughs) at that point, the teacher didn't care. And I still refused to run. And he grabbed me by my shirt and slammed me against the vending machine and said that he was sick of my shit. That's not okay. Yeah. And then I called my mom and she immediately called the school. And guess what they did? What? Gave me Saturday school. (gasps) Of course. Which I got kicked out of for sneezing. (gasps) Oh my God. It just continues. Uh, Yeah. It was all a setup. Those Bible thumpers were trying everything they could to get rid of me. Mm. The main bitch who was really gunning for me ended up getting a brain tumor and dying. But back to Mariah's homecoming. Let's talk about Chuck. <laughs> Jesus. What? Well, yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Hi, Chuck. Hi, Mariah. How you doing? Hey, you? Chuck and I went to school together. He's back here now, working, helping me out. Mariah's former classmate and friend that now works in the area of custodial arts at Harborfield High. He has a picture of their group at prom, and I can only imagine how many times this motherfucker has whipped that picture out to prove to somebody that he went to school with Mariah Carey. Wouldn't you, though? Oh, of course. He gives her flowers and says they're from a little girl who asked him to give them to her, and I don't buy it, Chuck. I think they're from you. I feel like if he wanted to give her flowers, he would have taken the credit. No. No, I'm sure he was secretly wishing that he would be able to, like, swoop in and... I thought he was sweet. I thought it was cute their interaction it was very cute but yeah. i think he's i think he's in love with her and was oh. hoping that she would want to reconnect with somebody from be. her I well mean, yeah yeah but okay they're reminiscing about prom and mariah mm-hmm. shares that they threw a huge party so that she could afford to buy her prom dress which she called controversial and i'm guessing she said that because it appears to have an open midsection that's so mariah yeah it is and now like i don't think would oh no i think all the girls are doing that at prom yeah and i thought the 80s prom dresses were all like drew barrymore's and never been, oh, kissed. never been kissed like big poofy shoulders maybe a lacy collar just That's like tack, tack, tacky too. yeah never our mimi no not even when never. she was just poor yeah but she found a way she's always been entrepreneurial Literally. and she found a way to make it happen the school pitched in unknowingly <laughs> Because you know, why? We, we had a little party. Well, you had a little party. I had a party, party and we charged to help support, yeah, to help right. support, support the making of my progress. Support the Mariah dress. That's what it was. <laughs> we well, made like a thousand dollars from that mess. That was a good party. That's what happens when you sell beer. <laughs> it's just a bizarre coincidence that I came back here and now you're part of this staff. Let's discuss this. Did I get chipped out of prom queen or not? Personally? <laughs> Yes, because I voted for her. I'll admit it. She asked me to. 
And then I almost wasn't allowed to go to prom because of a little problem I had in gym class. So I almost wasn't allowed to go. My prom date wore a short dress. It was black and shaped almost like a cupcake. Okay, for visuals, Lambs, picture Mariah's gold dress from the Angels Advocate Tour, the one that she opened in, but after the bottom portion was taken off. You wouldn't get it. I'll show you later. I, I wouldn't get it, no. But we ended up getting kicked out because one of her friends that came with us wore a silver Speedo under his suit and randomly came out of the bathroom in just that shiny little number and some sunglasses. Oh my god, that's so funny. Well, our whole table got kicked out because they thought we all were in on it. Oh, not so funny. Yeah, we got Denny's and then she tried to blow me, but I pretended not to pick up on what she was putting down. In high school? I know, what tree was she barking up? I don't know. I don't know what I was like from the outside. It wasn't was my it, school. It wasn't from your school though? No, that's why I didn't give a shit what happened. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, that really ruins your prom experience. Yeah, no, I was like, whatever, I didn't even pay for the ticket. Her dad bought them. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I didn't even go to prom. I went to what's known as gay prom for anyone that didn't feel comfortable going to prom. The LGBT center here puts that on every year. Do you know what that is? I remember that. Do you remember that? I remember seeing your photos. I, th- I wore like a purple tiered lacy dress. Yep. Like very Betsy Johnson era mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it was not Betsy Johnson. Adjacent. It was Betsy Johnson adjacent, but a lot cheaper and a lot queerer. <laughs> that reminds me of this one time that I was out at a fancy place downtown and I was pretty schlitzed and there was not a lot of places to sit. And after standing for a while, I noticed a small little space at this really long booth. So I just plopped my ass down and it just happened to be next to Heather Dubrow's table. What? And at the time, I didn't know who she was. The only Housewives that I had watched at that point was the first two or three seasons of Atlanta and New York. And this was probably Heather's first season on Orange County. So all of a sudden, there's like 30 or 40 more people coming in, all dressed really nicely. And I turned to Heather and said, oh my God, they must be having their prom here. And it was obviously that time of year whenever prom is. I don't remember now. I just know that it wasn't completely like odd of me to say. But she turned to me and without changing her facial expression said, sweetie, you can't have a prom in a bar. And that was it. I was the stupid person that she was going to have to make sure not to talk to again. Wait, how old were you at this time? 21. 21. Okay, like fresh, fresh bar time. And I really genuinely believed, oh, oh, these must be having prom. They could have had fakes. It's not that stupid. Baby, it wasn't prom. Okay. Okay, so the concert continues with Mariah performing her Phil Collins cover, Against All Odds. Take a look at me now. Yeah. She said the reason she chose to sing it for them was because it was popular when she was in high school. We should go back to our high school and perform Boom Boom Pow. Gotta get that. (laughs) (laughs) But really, I love Against All Odds. I'll gush more about it when we do a review of the Rainbow Album. But now Mariah is wearing a button-up in a similar shade of green to her cheer costume. It's unbuttoned, of course, so the fan that blows her hair can also gently shift the fabric of the open shirt behind her. Mm -hmm. She's got a tube top underneath showing these kids her stomach, and then some black leather pants. Now that is an ensemble. I liked the pants. Do you have a pair of leather pants? I used to. Well, what the hell? Why'd you get rid of you them? Want me to break them out? Yeah. Okay. Let me find Let me find a new pair. You know what? I've thought Just about breaking out again. What? My white pants that I used to oh. wear. Oh. I still have those. I didn't even wear pants. I wore ripped tights. I didn't I didn't wear a jean till I was in my, like, 20s. <laughs> No, seriously, yeah, think about I, it. I am. You wore, you wore tights with oversized sweatshirts yeah, in I high did school. Over, yeah. Anyways, what she was wearing yeah. was like in, throughout the whole special was just a little risque for a middle school, don't you think? A little bit. We'll get into more of the outfits, but at this point I was like, oh, she's really not, she doesn't care. No, she's, she's not. Just she's not reading it. the room. She's bringing it. Yeah. She does Vision of Love in the same outfit, and I've told you before, probably when we did our episode of the Tokyo Dome concert, but I could listen to Mariah's live performances of Vision of Love for a 24-hour straight without getting sick of it. 
It really sounds different depending on which era the performance is from. And this one, she adds beautiful whistle ad-libs all over, and that's much appreciated by any lamb. Fun fact, Vision of Love now gets stuck in my head out of nowhere for no reason. Like, it officially is in my brain. Good, because it's amazing. It's really good. There was a moment during the song that she stopped singing and pointed into the crowd and said, get these girls on camera, they look good. And then no one did. There was no close-up <gasps> shot of them, so I can't tell you what they looked like. Yeah, but who if, was it? I don't know. But if Mariah thought they looked good, then they probably had a rainbow painted on their face or a Mariah shirt on. Yeah, something like that. These kids don't understand how lucky they truly are. Not only the fact that Mariah was performing at their school for them, that's great, but the fact that she did the chair choreography to the Bad Boy remix of Fantasy. That's oh. definitely something to write home about. Justice for that. <laughs> Why don't you Twitter lambs try to get that going for the rest of us, please? So next time Mariah performs fantasy, she'll bring it on home with the chairs. That didn't even stand out to me that much. But now that you're saying it, that was more effort in her choreography Ugh. than she's normally, I live. normally put in. She's wearing some very tight jeans with a white tank top with the word fantasy airbrushed on it like she got it at a mall kiosk. <laughs> They skipped over the ODB verse. I doubt it was because of what he's saying because it's not like it's explicit or anything, but I bet it was the dancing. Because during his verse, Mariah usually bends over in front of one of her male dancers like he's delivering something stiff down the stream. Oh. And we can't be doing that in front of all these kids. Gotta draw a line somewhere. Yeah, yeah there's a limit. <laughs> there's a weight limit on this elevator yeah. and we have reached it. Yeah. After the song, she starts signing people's hands and whatever shit they pass up to her. One kid comes up on stage with a broken arm for her to sign the cast. And before she signs it, she makes him switch sides with her because she wants to be shot for the special on her good side. Of course. I don't want to get in trouble with anybody's parents because I'm riding on people's skin. Yeah, and Mariah ends the concert on a slow yet inspiring note. She performs Can't Take That Away and Hero wearing a little black dress. Very much like something Posh Spice would wear. Yeah, you're right. I noticed that was very short. Yes. But she looked very cute. She did. She looked so, so cute. She explained that she wrote Can't Take That Away for the victims of Columbine. And I was surprised at how receptive they were to Hero. Oh, yeah. People I, were belting along with her. Yeah, I forgot somehow that. At this time, the song would have only been like five or six years old. So they probably do have like a specific memory of their life with that song because they were old enough to like experience it. was more in pop culture probably than a lot of her other songs even and you know how like elementary school teachers will pull something random from the world around you and bring it to you like okay yes. for instance we had a teacher in ninth grade that played that we didn't start the fire song like what does that have to do with anything it doesn't but she just wanted to play that song and make it something yeah i could see somebody doing that with hero hero oh i can see that too okay so mariah also performed the rainbow interlude and i love that she did that she prefaced it by saying that she hoped people in the new millennium would
would be able to treat each other better and not judge based on where someone's from or the color of their skin. Mm. <laughs> little did she know it was about to get a whole lot worse for certain groups of people with a little thing called September 11th. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I appreciate the optimism. You can really feel like when you're not a part of a certain group or your friends get mad at you or something's going on, you can really feel like it's the end of the world, right? I'm hoping that we can kind of come together in that respect. She gives the kids a simple last message of be good before exiting the stage and leaving them with a memory that will last for the <laughs> remainder of their lives. Be good. The special ends with a music video-esque, like reflective moment on all of the footage that we just saw cut in between shots of Mariah on the football field with Joe and all four members of 98 Degrees. Yes. What? What? I don't know. Why not just perform it in the gym in front of all the kids? I don't understand. I don't either. Maybe it was meant to be used as like an alternate music video yeah I, like maybe they wanted that footage for like a teaser or something it was a little odd who's to say but it's a great way to end a truly great homecoming special i agree i i just had fun watching it like the excitement of the kids is what made everything so much better because i think with i don't know adults at a concert they they're not as expressive necessarily and like the pure joy was so sweet get me out of p.e and yeah, obviously they were just excited that something like interesting was happening to right. them. But when they were panning through, like some of them really did know a lot of the lyrics. Well, yeah, and because so this was like, was well, like it's a big deal yeah. for them. Then the other part of me was like thinking about Mariah's motives to do this. And like, I think it makes good TV. It's really good press. Of course. But I think deep down she loved being able to like shove it in their faces not the kids, right. the staff, and in general, just anyone watching, right. that she made it. Because yeah. there were people that did doubt her, some of which were probably filmed, and they were downplaying what they actually you know, went through with her. Yep. I think deep down, she did this to prove something to herself and them. I like that. She's on her way. Who knew that I'd be walking through my old junior high when I went here, and they'd be going straight on her way. She's making her way down the hall. Don't you think? Well, yeah, it's probably like when Vision of Love was on the radio and she drove back through her old neighborhood. Yeah, I think that she does everything for like a very specific purpose. Uh -huh. And it, this one I don't think was just good TV or good press. I think it was like a monumental moment for her to like come full say circle. she did it, come full circle. Yeah. Exactly. Like I think it was kind of personal for her. I liked it. I thought it was so sweet. I loved it. Yeah. I love the interview style between songs. It was, it was just really genuinely entertaining to watch, honestly. Yeah. Well, Lambs, if you too have opinions on the Homecoming special, let us know what you thought. Yeah. I wonder how many Lambs have actually seen it. I'm curious if it's like, is this something that's a little bit more like hidden? I feel like it's less talked about than mm -hmm. some of her other things. Like you, you don't hear about this over MTV Cribs or like those moments. Yeah. But I think this is a big one. I think this is a good one. I definitely want to hear from Lambs if they have watched this because it does seem like a little bit more of a gem. Yeah. Gem. Well, that's all we have for this week. Join us next week where we will talk more about Mariah. Yes. Please do. See you next Tuesday. Bye. And I love you all and you keep me going and I appreciate you and I enjoy you. So um, I'm going to try to get me some sleep, in fact. <laughs>